0: Okay, Roddy, how shit is the international break?
1: As shit as my dad leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome
0: to the slightly confusing podcast. And we're here with, with myself and, and Ronald. And that and that that is how we are gonna begin this, so I say we use that as an intro. I know, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, def- this might just, this, I might just keep this in. I won't, I won't lie. I mean, might as well. <laughs> just gonna hear you laughing from far away, but yeah. Okay, we're we're, we're beginning. So that, that that is the actual start, Ronnie. <laughs> That's actually, that actually what it's become. But basically, what I think we're gonna do is just rank every team's transfer window so far. Is not not just on how good the players are, but like for value, s- stuff the club club needed, all that stuff.
1: Rank that ability for staying around.
0: Ronnie, it's zero, okay. This <laughs> is just how it is. <laughs> but, um, okay, we're we'll in alphabetical order. So forgot, Arsenal. Ronnie, wait, 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 wait. I need to not bang the tables, or well, you're gonna hear that, right, let's just make me nice. Okay,
1: what, what are we ranking it in? One to ten? Eight to... No,
0: I mean, I I've done a table. I mean, right. So, like just talk. Yeah. <laughs> all right, just talk. So Arsenal. How how are you feeling about that? about (laughs) as shit as my dad leaving. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so sad.
1: (laughs) Both things are just so sad. I mean, they spent 150 mil and... 160. 60, I should say. And had a worse transfer window than Crystal Palace. Oh, bro. It's just so peak.
0: It's just like... And also the fact that they just the genuinely improvement of their team is about
1: Ben White. Nah, nah. And that's about it. No, <laughs> I rate no new Tavares, but I don't think they needed a young player at left back when they've got Tierney.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. You know and I mean, but it's just it's, there's so much of it that's just bad. Like I think I don't I understand how Erdegaard is good, but yeah. So you are. I mean, Lukonga's a bit. I mean, I think well the problem with these right hear a lovely notification there. The problem with all of these is they're, they're all backup. Message from McDonald's Ronnie Scott. He's all, they, <laughs> they just know when he's hungry. <laughs> 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 okay. but either way. I, they've got too many backups for a team that just needs good football players. The f- do you know what's such a violation? The fact that they've like, Granit Xhaka, please leave our club. We hate you doesn't want to leave. Okay, we'll give you a new contract <laughs> <laughs> instead and start you. Like, this just doesn't make any sense. It's just so bad. I think I think Tomiyasu is a decent signing, though. From below. He started a lot of the games last season.
1: And especially in a the position they needed. Yeah, but I don't think he's... Well, he's <laughs> Arsenal quality now. <laughs> 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 but he's not prime Arsenal quality. Yeah, the, I mean... Arsenal literally
0: to do to concentrate on not on... N- on finishing top half of the table this season Which is something that's <laughs> Not getting relegated <laughs> Exactly But the, the, honestly I'm actually I'm just praying that they lose against Norwich this weekend Because it could happen Okay right. Let me get my league table out. Roddy Where have you ranked Arsenal? Um,
1: 14th I've i I've put them 18th Just. I put them 14th Because As bad as it was And as bad as some of the signings were They've got Erdegaard who's proven, yeah, and is a very good player. Mm-hmm. Lokonga, I feel like, is a good player to be next to Partey in the future. Yeah. And also, Nuno Tavares is one to build around. So I feel like, as bad as it is, yeah, there is some upside, so it shouldn't be 15th or below. Okay, well, I've put them 18th, because I think, the fact, the fact that they've
0: gone in, right, and they, they've been like, okay... Arteta, or whatever, whoever they said, your transfer budget this season is £160 million. Let's go. Like, Surely we rebuild the team. And I don't really see much improvement. And that's gonna, you look at teams like Liverpool, when they spent tons of money, they haven't spent much in recent seasons. I don't know if that's because of the budget. They also haven't really... They haven't let anyone go. So they've not got any profit. I agree
1: to that extent. However, if we're talking impact and improvement on the team... Mm then which I've based my table off is yeah. how you can compare it to last season. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they have improved their squad. As much as they've overpaid for pretty much all of their players, other than maybe Nuno Tavares, Yeah, they have improved their squad. So it's not a relegation battle yeah, part yeah. of the table to me where they haven't done anything. They've done yeah. something, but they've just paid way too much for it. Okay. Interesting.
0: Okay. Moving on now to Aston Villa, which has been a very interesting one for them, losing, losing their best player, of of effectively all time, really,
1: but <laughs> Go gone. I think that Villa next are, so I think where I have placed them will surprise you a lot. You probably play. I, I think you've You probably placed them lower than I have, but I've placed them third.
0: Above Crystal Palace, wow, that's not We'll we'll see that later. I mean, I mean, we, we don't know where I've put Crystal Palace, but you know, um, I mean, yeah, Crystal Palace should be first in
1: my opinion. Well, not really, but you know, um, I've put Villa third because their net spend is minimal, yeah. and also because the main objective for me was improvement on last season. Mm-hmm. They've improved their team tenfold since last season, because. This is true. Although they've lost their best player as a whole team, yeah. I can easily see them getting minimum Europa League. Because they've got they got such big talents for mm. such a little price. They have got Danny Ings for mm. twenty mil. That, who that's is Premier League proven. In they've I got think. Leon Bailey who's one of the wonder kids of Europe. He's got, he's got in
0: the last four seasons he's got in three he's got fifteen plus goal contributions. Exactly.
1: And he got they got their him for thirty million mm. as a wonder kid. It is, to me, they've just improved their team tenfold. Not to mention, Emi Buendio, who's Premier League proven as well, who is arguably a replacement for Grealish and can not do as much as Grealish did, mm. but take on that sort of creator outlook for the team.
0: I, I agree. I think what what's, what's really impressive from Villa is how is the business of each signing. You look at Arsenal, we can play about, it, like, a lot of them, price isn't great. They haven't really got me- rid of many players. Each one of Villa's signings is a good price and they've sold someone, Grealish, who, for arguably too much. Not to
1: mention they've signed Axel Twanzebe. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good He's a very good depth option if not okay. starting next to Tyrone Mings. And as much as you can knock him as of his age and things like that, hmm. they signed Ashley Young on a free. Mm. who's also a very good depth option. More so it's pitches. a thing of, even if they're good enough this season to get Europa League or something like that, yeah. they've built a squad where it's sustainable. Yeah, I agree. If Danny Ings is injured, you can get Ollie Watkins to come in. Or even mm. if you want to play Oli Watkins on the wing. Say Danny Ings get injured, you put Ollie Watkins on the up front and then you yeah. bring in El Ghazi. It is
0: impressive. I think. I think my only thing that they could have improved on, I think... Left back could have improved. I know Ashley Young is there and he's going uh, to offer a bit more experience. But I think that could be better. And I think centre mid. But something
1: s- that hasn't been talking about enough when it yeah. comes to Aston Villa is their dead weight in quotation marks. Yeah. Or depth for if they were in uh, the Europa League, for example. Yeah. They've kept them, although they've loaned them. All of them. Yeah. Players, one of the kids like Louis Barry, who they had on their yeah, ranks, yeah. they've loaned out to, I think it was Ipswich. Mm. they've loaned out wesley they've loaned out uh, fred gilbert they've loaned out conor hurrah mm. so it's depth that they can bring in next season but they're not going to use this season they've yes. just loaned them so they can keep their talents up
0: this is very good reasoning Ronnie. i like it I wait let me let me find where i put them i put them sixth i put them because i agree that they have a good window but i think there are a few clubs that can uh, have done better. Cause I, but I do think lo- losing Grealish is very big and it's going to take a second
1: for them to... As you've seen so far, they haven't started the best and I think that's down to two reasons. Yeah. One, it will take them a while to get over losing Grealish. But second of all, they haven't really played their major signing so this far. Yeah. Oli Watkins has only has had featured. One started, Oli Watkins hasn't featured. are yeah. only played once, I think, in the first three games. So I feel like... It's just a time thing. Mm, okay. They've improved their squad tenfold, and we have just got to let it see it play out. Okay.
0: Next team is Brentford. I I per I I think when I was when I was doing some research, I was personally quite impressed with the business that Brentford had done. Looking at it, I think A, a-, a is a is a is a really good side. I watched him against Palace. He and Palace Palace, I think Vieira in that game Vieira's done well to get Wilf on the inside against the centre backs, and Ayer just clamped him.
1: I think that Brentford are a well-run club. I agree. And I think I may have even ranked them a bit too low because mm. I, I, I've put them a bit too... I, I, I Looking back at it, I feel like I need to push them up. Yeah. But I, I've put them twelfth. But Yeah. But Frank Onyeka and Christopher yeah. Ayer, they're good young players, or young-ish players, I should yeah, say, yeah. around 22, 23. They can build their squad. They've got a good style of play. They didn't pay massive amounts for them. Yeah. And... I feel like it was just a very, very solid um, hmm. signings. I put them 12th, but I feel like I should push them up to yeah. from a region of eight to 10th. Which is,
0: I have got them 8th. So, it's no, no, no notable departure. They kept, kept hold of Tony, which is something Norwich couldn't do with their star man. I think, that, I think Brentford have definitely done the All best the, business.
1: I, the, the thing that I will say about Brentford is, yeah. the reason I originally put them lower is... Yeah because they sold Emiliano Marcondes okay. who was a very big player for them last year in the championship okay. and he even scored for them in the playoff final so it mm. feels like somebody that impactful to leave looking at it it didn't feel amazing Yeah, but seeing how they've replaced them
0: it's is impressive isn't it and, and it, thought, it's um,
1: just they've you thought with them playing that creator yeah. role would have been You'd, it would be evident to see if they didn't have that. For yeah. example, Norwich not being able to replace Emi Buendia like that. However, I think Frank onyeka's done a very good role and also in the opening three games of the season, I've been proven wrong in that sense. Yeah. So, by all means, fair enough. Mm. Next team, we have
0: Brighton. Your sworn enemy. My sworn enemy is a Crystal Palace fan. Bright- if there's any Brighton fans listening, I don't know why anyone would be listening. Apart from my dad, so hey dad, but uh, I hate all of you Brighton fans. Oh hey dad, I mean no, <laughs> uh, Ronnie, this is so sad. Really, my dad's just listening to this. Just gonna con, he's just gonna listen to the intro and just listen to you making my dad left jokes <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and
1: me just laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Brighton.
0: I, I, I think Brighton, have, uh, unfortunately, had a good window. I think Mwemu, to partner with Basuma, could be a really, really good um,
1: partnership in there. I I think they've had an average window, to be honest. Okay. Because they've lost a lot of squad players mm-hmm. who people wouldn't notice how crucial they are. Okay. Matt Ryan, Jose Izquierdo, mm-hmm. Davy Proper... And then obviously Ben White. Yeah. And I don't think the outgoings are noticed as much.
0: Yeah, okay. Because <coughs> they're, they're fairly solid... Um, Incomings. Yeah.
1: Like Mark Cucurella and mm. obviously Mwepu. En- en- yeah. So for me, I put them 13th. I,
0: I, I thought... Oh, no, I didn't. I put them 11th. I, I thought... I th- I, so the signings they made are really good. I think you look at that midfield of Mwemu and Basima is going to be really good. And you think of when Lampty comes back, Lampty on the left, Cucurella on... I mean, Lampty on the right, Cucurella on the left is going to be really good. But I still think they should have bought a striker. The fact that they've let... Well, not let Palace, but
1: the fact that we've got Edouard when Edouard would have been perfect for them. I feel like with Brighton, mm. as much as they've improved and as much as Ben White isn't a 50 mil player, mm. he was crucial for them last season. Yeah. And for the fact they haven't necessarily replaced him for me, they can't grow higher than the 15 to 12 range. Yeah,
0: that's true. Because I think, I think um, Shane, they're playing Shane Duffy there at the moment.
1: He's played all right, but not the levels of Ben White last yeah, year.
0: Yeah, and he's, he's, I don't think he'll be... He's not going to be as consistent. So I, th- I think that could mean yeah, a lack of growth for Brighton because of that. Moving on, we have Burnley. So a fairly classic Burnley window. I mean, actually, I think better. Because I think the two signings they've made made for I mean the two major signings they've made in Maxwell Cornet and Nathan Collins I think are both good in my opinion because I think Dwight, Dwight McNeil on the left is a, is a good youngster I think he's not necessarily got the goal contributions in recent times but I think he's still good he does add a lot to that Burnley team and with Maxwell Cornet coming in on the right they're going to they're gonna be able to get the team forward which is
1: something that Burnley have lacked uh, I agree to an extent, yeah. Because as much as they, I think they have improved obviously since last season, having another option in Maxwell Cornet. However, he's not gonna do what Saint Maximin did for Newcastle yeah, type yeah, of thing. True. He will improve them, but not massively. Yeah, it'll be and Burnley will still be Burnley. He's not a team changing signing. Not yeah. to mention. They let players go like Robbie Brady, Ben Gibson and Jimmy Dunn. Who all were squad players. So, I feel for them reasons, I put them 15th. Because as much as Maxwell Cornet will improve them in certain aspects, as a whole squad, and especially when it comes to team morale, Robbie Brady, for example, was a leader in that discipline. So, I think them three going kind of outweighs the signings they've made in.
0: Yeah, I, I I put them 14th. So I think we've we've agreed quite well on that. Next, we have Chelsea who have who, in my opinion have had, it's quite an interesting window as well because while I think what's interesting about it is the outgoings of Chelsea that aren't necessarily being talked about because of how good of, of cuz of Romelu Lukaku I and completely Saul
1: agree. who I I can't remember Saul's second name for no apparent reason. <laughs> <laughs> um I First of all, I don't think Sal will do that much for Chelsea. Mm. They have already a lot of depth at that centre mid-possession. Trevor Chalabar can play there. You've got Jorginho, Kovacic, Kante. You've got Mount can drop there. I feel like they have a lot of depth already. Mm. And I feel like Sal coming in on loan just... It, it feels typical flop for me okay. in terms of he's got a big name but not a big presence. He's not going to be that player. And I feel like Romelu Lukaku, Mm -hmm. if they had no outgoings, I think Chelsea would have been first for Romelu Lukaku alone. Yeah, yeah. Especially if they managed to get Jules Corinde. Yeah, yeah. However, their outgoings, to me, as somebody who watches youth games and youth talents, they've messed up bad time. Okay. By their outgoings. I feel Tammy Abraham was good because they've got a buyback clause on him. Mm Mm-hmm. So that one's fair enough. Have about one,
0: um, Gwehi as well at Palace?
1: Yeah. However, Gwehi, Tomori, Broha, uh, and even Giroud. Yeah. Their presences will be missed. Zuma was a big part of their team last year. Yeah. They've got, they're still loaning out players like Drinkwater and Bakayoko instead of selling them, mm-hmm. who would have made up somewhat of yeah their team. Because as you're seeing now, Trevor Chalobah come in. He can yeah. play in his natural position, bring the depth instead of loaning Saul. You would have yeah. been able to bring through either Gwehi or Tomori. If yeah. you kept Zuma, then there would have been no need to sign Jules there either. It would have been amazing. But from the squad they had already, it's not major.
0: But from the other side, I think Lukaku, Lukaku is brilliant. He completely adds a new dimension to Chelsea's game and be able going long and being able to hold the ball up and be able to bully centre-backs completely but I mean so, so that that's massive and that boosts Chelsea up the table however with with the outgoings you I think I don't but I still don't think Chelsea lack depth the only slight position I can see is centre-back but they still have so so they start Asby I think Asby's very big for them because I think he provides cover I mean he can play right wing back or centre-back but I think other than him that centre-back they, they now have Rudiger, Christensen Chalabar and Tiago Silva. Silva
1: How I, I don't disagree that they don't have depth still but it's the working towards the future you always yeah. want and especially as a Man United fan myself I like to see squad players mm-hmm. or bring through young players as the squad players for them just to only get better to eventually become first teamers yeah. like Greenwood did like I want to see hopefully soon with Shola Shaw Retire yeah. with Tadon Mengi Hannibal Mabry Anthony Alanga yeah they messed up they've loaned out Conor Gallagher mm. and I don't think they'll use him yep. they Tomori will just only get better and uh, with amazing of how he played last year in AC Milan yeah. he developed the technical side of his game um, tremendously yeah. Tammy Abraham only going to get better probably should have been alone loan as yeah. well Tammy Abraham I- if they loaned Tomori Abraham and still loaned Can- Conor Gallagher yeah. fair enough but they sold Tomori they sold Abraham they sold Guayhi. They sold Zouma. Uh, but the one thing that I will rate is that they loaned out Gilmore, who needed that
0: mm. experience. Chelsea have barely spent any money this transfer window because of those signings. So you could argue that in the future now, they do have more money to reinvest into youth.
1: No, but what's the point of reinvesting into youth when you've already oh, got a yeah, bit proven young players like Guayhi and Tamori and Tammy Abraham? Because oh, all yeah. you're doing is prolonging it then respending your money and third of all Chelsea don't need money it's a good point
0: so I mean hearing your point I think I've ranked them a bit too highly I put them second I put them ninth
1: ninth due to all these outgoings I feel like Lukaku was a perfect signing for them yeah however they didn't manage to get Jules score in there yep. I think Saul was just a cover-up and I think that outgoings weighed them down a lot so I think they okay. had a good window overall but for that, I have to rank them like mid-table. Okay, fair enough. Now, on to the pride of South London, Crystal Palace!
0: Uh, uh, you're gonna you know you know what the commentator says that before the... Game? Stop. Yes,
1: yes, yes. I'm sorry. Okay.
0: Um, I, I, I think we've had a really brilliant transfer window. I put you first.
1: First? I put you first. Though. Oh, you know. <laughs>
0: okay, I, I, I haven't put us first, but I put us quite highly because... I'll explain in a sec. I think the fact that... When Vieira's come in, everyone's talking about us going down. That squad at that point, I like, I think a lot of the outgoings that we've lost, I think... Gary Cahill is a massive loss. He was brilliant in organising our defence over those last two years. And I, I, th- I think he was wonderful. I think Andros Towns is a, another big miss. However, the money we've spent, we've spent really impressively. Because I think Joachim Manderson or Joachim Manderson was a target for Spurs. At the start of the season, uh, uh, like at the start of the transfer window, Mark way he has is, is looked brilliant so far. He was brilliant in the championship, and the, he's also young. That centre back partnership, is so is going to be brilliant in my opinion.
1: One hundred percent. And you, in my opinion, you could have only improved your squad in two ways. Yeah. And I feel like you, what you've already got them covered. It's just a luxury thing. Yeah. Like. Yeah for me if you've got the nonny maduweke deal for 20 million yeah. obviously however it's made clear you want to play 433 so when Eze comes back you're going to have that cover yeah, anyway yeah yeah um and also Joe Ward uh no i think oh, your okay. right back is fine i think a lot of people complain about that however for palace to have Nathaniel Klein and Joe Ward mm-hmm. it's not necessarily the best but you've got the depth okay so it makes up for it in my opinion and it's just if you sign Conor Gallagher on a permanent because you could oh have for like God. 10 mil
0: he's looked so good so far as well so, the, the improvement you, honestly we haven't had a properly good midfielder since Luca in seventeen eighteen seasonish. so
1: you've lost a lot of good players like Townsend K.L. Yeah. Van Aanholt Sacco but in my opinion you've literally improved in every single position yeah. so, so I think
0: while it will take time with Vieira I mean if, if even if Vieira is the right man our squad is the best it's been since it's been in the Prem B- yes, by I a completely long
1: agree. So for that, and for you have to rate them compared to last season, yep. you're first for me. Also, uh, uh, we now have depth at striker. With the like
0: around 20 mil for Edward, I thought we could have put that money in a, in better places. However, looking at stats, he's done so well for Celtic, so consistently, and, he, and he's 23.
1: I also want to point out to you, you're doing something which if you signed on nonny yeah would have only made it ten times better. But what I feel like you can do it already. Yeah. Is you're adaptable to different formations. Yeah. You can play yeah. four two three one, you can play four four two, you can play four three three. Yeah. You can play you can change your team, whereas last year I didn't feel like you could do that. Yeah. So for that alone as well, you're just completely improving and improving and improving and just for that. You've had the best window, in my no. opinion. You I, have no holes filled. But Ve- I think Vieira won't
0: push our left-back and right-back up. Like, I mean, similar to Roy. So Tyreek Mitchell is going to be brilliant. He's another He's another youngster that I think is going to be really well at this club I can, and develop into a Wamba Saka-type player because he's so good at defending. Your wingers don't like him. him. Exactly. I, I've passed third because I think he's been an absolutely brilliant transfer window for us. Next, we move we move on to Everton, who I... I feel quite sorry for the fans of Everton here because I think I I don't think you've had a good window but I like you're shaking your head but I'm going to explain. I think you're the amount of investment you've got in your club is really like just unlucky and the signing Rafa Benitez has made with the money is really good. Right? Damari Gray already showing that he's going to do well. Andros Townsend is doing well but you've spent about like how much? 2 mil? 1.6 mil. 1.6 mil this summer,
1: which is why I completely disagree with you, is oh because my. I agree with you to them not spending money, but for what they have spent, they've done outstanding. they yes. brought in Begovic, who is co- a consistent goalkeeper for when Pickford goes through them rough times. Yep. They've brought through Rondon, who's a good backup for Calvert-Lewin, yep. or the injury prone charlison um, if they if they change formation they brought through a good squad player in Townsend mm-hmm. they've brought through Damari Gray who looks like he's just able to replace James Rodriguez effortlessly mm-hmm. uh, which is not an easy task Yeah, and um, they've brought through another depth in Andy Lonergan but I don't think that really matters too too much yeah. and all the players they've lost other than Moise Kane I feel like have just not been that much to them they Balassi haven't seen him in Everton just in years. Don't, don't say the words <laughs> Balassi. Theo no. Walcott, Joshua King, Mohamed Besic, Robin Olsen, Thierry Small, and Enkunu, Yeah. They just they, them. They don't spring out to me as names that are gonna affect them like that. I agree. So, so I agree with you about the budget and them not spending more, mm-hmm. which is why I haven't put them amazingly high. But I put them eighth. I think they're mid-table. They didn't. They didn't, have a, yeah. they didn't spend the big budget they have but they did well with what they did they did well with what they did but my point is that what they
0: did was 1.6 mil I think you're starting Andrews Townsend at Everton now when you had James Rodriguez in a simi- similar position last season I think this was a good season for Everton to push on and I think Rafa Benitez is going to have to do well with li- quite limited resources at Everton this year
1: I agree completely with that statement but I,
0: are you going to agree with where I put them in the league? where did you
1: put them? To the wrong page. Nineteenth. I put, I put the mate Okay. I don't well, think. I think they. I, I agree with you about the budgeting. However, I feel like they have improved their squad from last year because even if he's still not in the mood, they've they've kept Tamás Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. They've kept Richarlison. They kept Calvert-Lewin despite all these links. They've kept their best players and they've improved. And the Mari Gray for one point six million is going to be one of the best deals in past years. So, for that alone, I, I, I have to put them mid table because they didn't use the budget thing they have, but they did improve their squad. Okay, fair I opinion. hear your
0: point, but I do, I do, I do still think as centre back and right back they could have improved, but I, I do see your point. Then.
1: I don't think centre back they need to improve at all because they did that last year. They signed Bed Godfrey. So now they've got Yeri Mina, Bed Godfrey, and Michael Keane who are all starting these centre backs for them. Okay, fair enough. That's
0: okay. a good point, annoyingly. But our next team is Leeds, who have signed Daniel James. Yeah. Who is I think the big one. I mean I think especially I mean not a big one necessarily, but a really interesting one. He, he Leeds s- are the best team
1: he could have went to. Yeah.
0: He's, I mean Bielsa is already showing that he's a class manager and he's really good at improving players. I think on the wing, are they gonna? I don't really understand because is, is this gonna push Rafinha more centrally? Because, or are they just gonna play as backup? Because they signed Jack Harrison from City this year after they had him on loan for a few years. And Junior Furpo from Barca. And Junior Furpo from Barca, who's who? I mean, didn't really didn't play for Barca. The season before
1: was fairly consistent for Real Betis. I think that Leeds have done well with what they've done. Yeah. And I feel like Daniel James was one of them ones where he's such a long term took a long term target of theirs. Yeah. They just got him no matter what. Yeah. But I agree. It what's going to happen now with it. So they can go up this list as the season goes on if they manage to work yeah, out. Yeah, I agree. However, for now, I've put them 10th. Um, I put them at the exact table. I, think, to I because I'm
0: pretty sure I put them in a very similar position.
1: Because I feel like they've improved from last season. However, I think their budgeting was not necessarily smart. Jack Harrison was an undisclosed fee, so I can't comment on that. Junior yeah. Firpo for 13 million was all right, but I think you could have got better for the price. For example, Nuno Tavares was only 7.5, yeah. and also Daniel James for 25 million. I think he will suit their system perfectly, but they overpaid massively for him. Do you think they overpaid massively for Daniel James? 100%. I think that Man United would have accepted a 15 million off a bid for him. When he first came to United,
0: he showed such like so many flashes of brilliance, and he's not he's, he's very young at the moment, isn't he?
1: He's 23, I believe. Yeah. So is, is 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 Daniel James is a systematic player, mm. so, and he 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 fits in the system for Leeds. Yeah. However, I just think the price wasn't right, and I also think that players that they've lost aren't amazing either. Yeah. So obviously Kiko, because he is a bit of a um, sticky topic <laughs> after <laughs> the, the the racial things with him. Yeah. However they've lost players like Alyoski Helder Costa mm. Barry Douglas Baradi, and even Pablo Hernandez who was one of really their main important. leaders yeah. so I think they've improved but they've lost leaders and also their budget budgeting in terms of how much they spent on people was pretty poor so for me their 10th I've, 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 I've
0: put them 10th as well it's a fairly average window for leads but I mean good and bad next is Leicester Quite an interesting. You're smiling. You've got something. Where have you put Leicester, Ronnie? Second. What? Above Man United. I'm very excited to hear your reasoning for that. Since coming from the United fan, we'll talk about them for 48 hours. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, I think Leicester made some really good signings so far. Patson Daka. Him. Him. I think Vardy is gonna go soon. His age is is creeping up very quickly. And I think he's like and the way Vardy plays, his body won't allow him to do, play the same way for much longer. So I think But so that's
1: exactly it. Is, yeah. That's what they work on is he doesn't run as much as he used to, but he it's about the mentality. It's where does he run, where does he conserve his energy and things like that. Yeah. So I agree with what you're saying, but I think he can do it for maybe a year or two more. Yeah. So but on top of that I feel like Leicester have made themselves into a Champions League candidate or mm. definitely can go far in the Europa League this year at least yeah. I think th- Samare is
0: a really good signing because
1: they lost Wes Morgan who's a very good leader for them but yeah. however I feel like Jamie Vardy this is his time to step up as a leader Yeah, yeah. Um, they've lost players like Christian Fuchs they loaned out Dennis Pratt but they're not a m- massive signings to them yeah. they brought through Pats and Dakar so now Jamie Vardy yeah. has two replacements in and Iheanatra, who was yeah. on fire at the end of last yeah. season. They've had Pat Daka, who they just signed, who one of them will replace Jamie Vardy as the successor, yeah. and the other one will be an amazing depth for things like the Europa League, which they yeah, struggled yeah. with last season. Yeah. They are a better team than Slavia Prague, but were still knocked out by them, for example. Mm. Bubakari Samari is the perfect Leicester signing because not only is he depth and can fill in at different positions, mm. He's D's replacement.
0: He's also quality as well. He started, I think, over twenty games for Lille in their title-winning season over PSG.
1: Lille Lil were amazing last season, yeah, and he was the perfect complement for Sanj. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, I feel like T. is probably better than Renato Sanchez right about now, and yeah, yeah. will only get better. So he will just compliment him even better and then i will also able to sell ndd for yeah. the big bucks yeah. if they want to or to they United can just possibly. hopefully <laughs> or they can keep him and use him if, as amazing squad depth yeah and then you want to talk about more you've got vestergaard who came yeah. in yeah. and he's a very premier good premier league proven center back i agree and i feel like maybe 15 mil is a bit too much but not buy that much
0: yeah yeah i agree they probably could have gotten for less because vesta got i think it was just they wanted to get him quickly as yeah possible, so.
1: and i feel like vesta got an amazing signing mm. and not only that the other two that i'm going to get onto yeah, i can't yeah. praise enough ryan bertrand on a perfect free. on a free mm. perfect mentor for luke thomas i agree premier league proven just for so many years Won the Champions League with Chelsea. Yeah. Knows what it takes to survive in the Premier League. Mm. And has played with players like Danny Ings and James yeah. Ward-Prowse. So, little bits of quality. Now it's his time to step up. Now it's his time to be a mentor to Luke yeah. Thomas. And I think he's got what it takes. And on top of that, on the last day, Adam mm. Oluwukman on alone. Great signing. Yeah. I, I can't praise him enough. You, mm. you saw... How even after he did that Penenka last year how much <laughs> I was freezing him however he is just pure class and mm. if I was Leipzig I probably would have kept him mm. because how him and Dominic Schobersle could link up mm. Danny Almer, their signings mm. they've just signed Andre Silva they just signed Ilax Mariba. Yeah, th- th- Leipzig could be a massive problem yeah. and Luckman is a very good player and just fair play to Leicester for that one, mm. and also brings depth with Iosie Perez.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think Perez. A lot of Leicester fans have been calling it, saying he's not. I mean, I kind of agree that he's not very good anymore. And I think Lukman this season really can step in. And I think he's, he's going to be. It's different for him when he's got. He's gone from Fulham where he's almost the ca- main player. He's the main player that's going to get the ball, and you're relying on him to make something happen. But then here you've got lots of players they're gonna be able to take the pressure on and players like Madison that are gonna find you in space and where instead of like the whole scene to be, you've just got the left back.
1: And it's very much like what I said about Villa for for me. Yeah. Is they've improved their whole team and not just one position. Yeah. You see you other than maybe left back, but even that can't will develop into quality. Yeah. Their whole team is quality in my opinion now.
0: Yeah. It's it's really, it's really impressive and we're gonna see if, if I don't think there's 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 their squad isn't it's top, top quality as the top teams, but it's not going to be. I think Brendan Rodgers, he can't get them into the Champions League. I think he's just going to have to aim for Europa League and then see if they can progress next season because they've not spent tons and tons of money. And they could, like you said, let Didi go next season and cash in on that and Leicester often spend their money really, really well. And then they could also maybe even
1: buy a sort of up there, but not major up there, CDM to Mentor or yeah, anything yeah. as well. So who can play as a rotation but will be that mentor for Samari yeah okay so ne- uh, where, 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 where did yeah. you place them I placed them second oh, where did you place them
0: I, I, I put Leicester I this seventh so I, think. I, yeah, I for me season, second, but, but I don't think that it was massive massive improvement okay okay Liverpool. we're going to Liverpool yes they're only signing Canate which is um a bit of a I don't necessarily think that weird, because he's a good signing for the future and he can learn off Van Dyke And mm. listen, let, me finish, let me finish, right? And he's, I think it's a bit weird that they have, they have three other... I mean, actually, you, know, you never know if Van Dyke gets injured, but I think they have Joe Gomez to step in after that. And, and then Canate. But I, I mean, I don't think it's a, a bad signing because he could be very good in the future. However, I think their lack of signings everywhere else is not very smart. Considering the fact that they've... I think striker is definitely a position where they could have got someone better. It's just, just... I think... like You can see what Jota's done at striker. You imagine, say, Lukaku instead. Or, I mean, Ronaldo. Well, for other teams... I don't think Ronaldo will go to Liverpool. But this is an example. You look at players like Harry Kane that could have gone this summer. I, I really do think... This was a good time for Liverpool to improve in centre mid in striker.
1: Completely agree with that. And they haven't. However, what you said before
0: about Kanate being
1: good for the future and just good. I I remember <laughs> one of our good friends, um, LSD Trappy. Yes. I had an argument with him about this. Kanate yeah. has missed over half of his time at Leipzig in the past three years. Oh. Maybe more. Therefore, not only of that, the lack of signings they made I put them bottom of the table because not only do I agree with you this was the time to become better I'll get onto that in a sec actually Konate, mm-hmm. terrible sign in my opinion almost 40 million for somebody who's more injury prone than Phil Jones okay and nice trim from Phil Jones
0: though you know like the, the the blonde hair
1: yeah I know <sighs> do you want him P- Palace could use him um, not particularly, to be honest. Okay, so then. So forty million for him, waste of money in my opinion. I okay. even think Guehi for twenty mil would have been better than that, personally for me. I don't think Konate. I think Konate is better than Guehi, yeah. but Guehi is gonna
0: be good for the future.
1: Guehi also doesn't essentially have one leg. Um, yeah. interesting. So, I don't think he was a good signing, hmm. and for that to be their only signing, when as you said. This is a window to improve. Look, everyone else, Man United have become contenders. But ch- Saul, Chelsea. Ch- ch- n- no,
0: no, I'm saying they didn't need him, but Liverpool could. That's a player that could have fit into Liverpool system. I, I well. think
1: he would have flopped at Liverpool as well. Uh, but okay, I get, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I think that's it. Is per, like the, this was their time to improve, and they haven't. I think Harvey Elliott could be a big one for the future. That's true. But then you've got nobody to surround him, because. For example, Thiago is thirty. Javier yeah. will probably be his replacement in five years. However, players like Ilkay Mariba were on the transfer market this year. Barca didn't want him. You've got somebody like Miralem Pjanic who just went to the Besiktas. He's better than what Liverpool have now. Yeah. Not only that, Liverpool's what six or seven was it? Team of the year contenders, whatever it was. Yeah. Three four years ago, Vinny Alden was part of that. He was one of Liverpool's most important and integral players in terms of their system, and they've just let him go on a free and haven't yeah. replaced them.
0: That's true. That's a really good point. I haven't put Liverpool in the the, the thing, just, just for no apparent reason because I forgot. I'm I've, I've put Brighton twice. Looking at this now, and although they are tenth and eleventh, but I did realize that I forgot about Leeds, so I don't. I, I'll probably find them later. There's two other teams. So here. for
1: me, so <laughs> since Anders is NA, Anders North, is NA. R- r- uh, Big RJ says, yeah, they should be 20th. I
0: think I I don't think it's catastrophic for them being a problem. I I think it's
1: because I think it's catastrophic for them because I feel like Pep's going in two years, so he's going to make a big push for it. Man United Mm. essentially tried to go all out this summer. Yeah, I think Chelsea improved, although I don't agree with the outgoings. Lukaku is the final piece of their jigsaw puzzle, yeah, and yeah. they've got depth. Liverpool do not have depth. That's I sweet. think they still got holes in their squad at centre mid. And I think that <laughs> for me, they've fallen behind.
0: That's a good point. I th- you're, that, that point just made me think they are one injury away from Van Dyke, Mane or Salah. I mean, or maybe Van Dyke or Salah from not winning the league. Which um, you compare that uh, to. And City? you say
1: winning the league. I mean, I mean Not about, even competing. Yeah, yeah that's for the true. league. If you think about this, before United and Ronaldo, both me and you agree Chelsea were the favorites. Yeah. As much as I City, Pep is going in two years. Yeah. He's going to push for at least one more title. Mm-hmm. Liverpool Li- yeah. haven't improved where the other people have, and I don't think that they were so far ahead that they were uncatchable.
0: Yeah, so that's such a really good point. So we, so I'm, I'm agreeing with you on this. If Liverpool don't have some co- some kind of success in the next few years, this transfer window could have been a really big part of that.
1: I think every transfer window for the past couple of years has been. Because point. Thiago last year, at the time it was an amazing signing and I still think he can do alright at Liverpool because he's yeah. better than what they got. But if you look at some of the deals that have gone on this year for even cheaper, mm. I, I don't see why they're not getting involved. So Bitsa went to Bayern for £16 yeah, that's a really good point. And a lot younger and a lot more effective right about now in his career. Yeah. Th- there are a lot of people in similar positions who went for a lot cheaper, a lot better and a lot younger. And yeah. they haven't taken advantage of that and they haven't taken advantage for their future. Because there's a lot better people than Canate as well, in my opinion. And yeah. also with Stryker, your time to cash in them for Minos when you won the league.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I thought about someone like, someone like Haaland next season. You've got to go all out for if you're Liverpool. When, he's, when he gets his 70 mil
1: release clause but then they're done out because nah, he, hasn't improved, he hasn't improved he hasn't improved not only that they haven't improved their team enough for Thailand to want to harm to them that's
0: a good point City
1: still need a striker next year why would he go to Liverpool over City United won him mm. if United buy a CDM why wouldn't you want to go to United over them yeah, why point. do you not want to go to Barca as much as they have their faults? they've got an amazing young team with Ansu Fati Pedri it, well Mariba just left but players mm. like that Real Madrid just signed Camavingo why would you not want to go to them especially when they're linked with Mbappe as well Damn. there were a lot of other teams that would want Haaland that could afford his 800k a week wages or whatever yeah. it is that he requested and Liverpool aren't even top three of who I'd go to if I was Haaland yeah it's a good point I like
0: it we're going to move on to Manchester City here who I've also seen you put very low and I, I don't I, I haven't put them very high City I think I think I put them ninth, which looking back at it is a bit too high because I think, think Greenish is a bit overpriced, and I, I I agree. Your their lack of striker is gonna hurt them because I I watched we watched the Tottenham game, and and you can clearly see they lack that presence in the middle, and they're just constantly gaining out to the wings. Because I don't having a striker won't matter in the games against small teams like Burnley and Crystal Palace and Arsenal, but um, in 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 the big games against teams that they are gonna. That this year especially, are going to go toe-to-toe with them, it, I think they'll struggle. I think they're filled with holes. Filled with holes? Completely. Okay. Fernandinho
1: Explained. is 36, I think. Something like that. They need to, they need soon to sign somebody who can fill in as a replacement. Other than Rodri. Other than Rodri for depth. Okay. I feel they signed Grealish when they didn't need to sign him. They don't need yeah. any more number eights. They don't need any more wingers. They, he, to me... And I've said this time and time again, and a lot of people have agreed with me. A lot of people have disagreed. I don't think Jack Grealish makes an impact on City this year. I think he's literally just b- going to become that big name who's fit into City system. And mm. I don't think it. I think it's pointless. I, I completely think the Jack Grealish signing was pointless. And not only that, I think they're filled with holes because they need to replace Fernandinho soon. Aguero just left they need that striker yeah. and that was their main thing they didn't get anyone they bunned off Kane to try to get Ronaldo Ronaldo bunned them off to come to us they
0: don't have much depth at left back anymore exactly
1: as well. <laughs> well Mendy's in prison <laughs> <laughs> but even if Mendy was there they paid 50 something mil for him or whatever mm. not good enough Zinchenko is not good enough to start and you can't be playing your right backs at left backs because you need that depth
0: It's a very good point and I'm going to agree with that point and probably move City down to my list somewhere like I mean, I, I got listening to your point. It works, but I don't, I don't agree that Grealish isn't gonna
1: profit from them at all. Let me give you an example. I think Sterling only worked to City because it was at a time where they were transforming. Yeah. Pep came in afterwards, and also that it wasn't as much. Mm. Sterling was a lot younger. Okay. He is almost the same age as Grealish now, and look how long he's been at City. Mm. The, uh, the thing about Grealish, the one difference that will bring to City is that he runs at defenders. But people act as if other, every yeah. single other player can't do that in their team. It's just that's not their style. Foden can do that, Sterling can do that, Maras can do that, Bernardo Silva can do that. It's but their, their style of play is one touch and go. Grealish does not fit that.
0: But you could argue, you could argue like, a super, he's going to. Him on the left and Maras on the right are quite similar places. and once you get it out to them, they are gonna beat the man and get a ball in, but the problem is that's not the way
1: they play, though. Okay. it's essentially like if he was to sign for them in two years, then yeah. fair enough because it's a new manager, new regime, things like that. He's gonna be able to actually play the style that he's best at. Mm. He's gonna have to change his game. Yeah. He's not even gonna massively necessarily start. I think Bernardo may go, but they don't need somebody like Jack Grealish to replace Bernardo Silva. Mm. centre mid is not Jack Grealish's best position yep, I, I agree think for the price the age everything else that he wasn't the signing they could have made and he was nowhere near the optimum signing they could have made for any position and also on top of that the Fernandinho the lack of the left back the fact they're still forced to play Cancelo left back sometimes the I even think centre back at times because it's a really
0: good point and you can see because of that I mean because of this transfer window Chelsea and Man United have really caught up. And you look at Chelsea's first team and United's first team. United's first team has one hole. Chelsea doesn't really have a hole. And City
1: probably has two. Has two. So, and and for that as well, it's not just the thing of City have by miles far better players, per se. Because I don't even necessarily agree with that anymore. Yeah. I, I think Mahrez is not necessarily better than Sancho. And even if he is... I don't think he's clear of him. I don't think that mm. they don't have a striker to compete with Cristiano Ronaldo or Lukaku. Yeah. They, I mean, Torres is good, but he's nowhere near them that them levels of good. Mm. They left wing Jack Grealish, Foden compared to United, Rashford. Yeah, he's not as good as them, but he's not k- miles off them. I, mm. uh, Chelsea, Havertz. Yeah. Pulisic Werner and in, the way, Ziet, in, someone in that, like that system
0: as well they're going to be a
1: lot more impactful than those City left wingers exactly and especially when your 8 is so key yeah. like Cities are when somebody who's not used to playing there and not used to playing the one touch and go type of football yeah. I don't think he's going to do amazing there because look at Gundogan Gundogan isn't yeah. necessarily the best midfielder in the world but he just fits City's system the really same wasn't. with vinaldum and yeah. Liverpool you don't have to be the best player in the world to fill a gap or to fit a system
0: and that position really wasn't one that needed the 100 mil spent so now we're going on to Ronnie's club Manchester United who in my opinion have had the best window and I will explain why because your point I am going to I'm assuming is going to be centred around Fred or that's that CDM role but I think Rafa Varane top three signings this season he's a he's a winner he's going to like that he's gonna add so much to that United defence, he's gonna make everyone around him better, in my opinion. Because he like he know he's won three Champions Leagues, he's going to improve United. Jaden Sancho, you have wanted for years, and the fact and the fact that you've got him, he's your favourite player. He, he I think he will do well in the Prem, in my opinion. There's people who say he won't and he'll flop, and they don't. I don't I don't agree. I think it will take it will take a second. I'm, I'm I might only be this season, yeah. Because the player you could compare Sancho to is Havertz, and the fact that. Have a, have a, it took a while for him to really get going and start to show like signs that he'd in the Bundesliga. And San, Sancho is almost already not getting that time. You could see people scrutinising his performance against Wolves like they didn't do with Havertz. I mean, maybe because of his Englishness and people think he'll do better. And, and then the other signing in a Tech odds on Edward, in my opinion, Cristiano Ronaldo, who's he's half decent at best. Well, that's the messy in my opinion. But we... He scored more goals than Lukaku in the Serie A, which is something that I think I, I think it, before I looked at his stats I almost thought Ronaldo was a worse player than he actually was. Because his his goals in the Serie A are really impressive. And he, he can't not score all those goals that he's done when you when you have a team around him like jane Sancho, Rashford, Bruno Fernandez making those chances especially Pogba, as someone mm-hmm. that the, from if you're trying to break down a team, probably's going to pick the ball up and whip balls in. Ronaldo is going to win headers like nobody's business in the Prem. If you get those balls into him, he's going to score goals. And I think United are the main team that went from... I, th- I know they were the closest to the City last season, but I don't think they were the closest squad-wise. This season, you are ready to
1: challenge. I completely agree with you. However, the CDM position. Other than the CDM position. Yeah. Because as good as we are, and hopefully if Fred makes 10 mistakes <laughs> like he did versus Wolves hopefully Ronaldo can go make 10 <laughs> chances and bag yeah, them all away. however there are certain games and you've seen this where you may lose the title by a point or goal difference or things yeah. like this mm-hmm. and especially from 2012 when I was 8 years old that in my mm-hmm. ingrained in my memory I know how hard it is to lose on goal difference or yeah. by a point or whatever it was if I know United lose by a point it's going to be Fred's fault like, it just is. It already was. <laughs> Did you see Wolves? Did you see Southampton? Oh, my days. Bro, the that Oh, he's just... Oh, if
0: you smash your phone, that's going to be funny. You're good. Bro, the fat do you see him against Trey Gal, when he's just... He just- Tree Gal's gone past him, like, he's not there. And he just fell over. Like, he didn't do a skill. He just ran past him. He was like, fuck, I'm-, I'm just falling over. He tried to dive, and there was no one around him.
1: Not to mention that Fred was the one who gave the ball away in the first place yeah. twice there. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's just not very good at football. Like, I think McTominay is probably going to be your
1: best bet to play there. But is he not fit at the moment, or he just had a minor surgery? Oh, okay. Fuck it, play like I don't know. Who play Tellers there.
0: It's <laughs> the no. birthday card on FIFA, right? The, the one where they change the position. Smack him a centre mid. He'll do a job. Or you could get like Fred to to the final, and like you never know. United could go
1: a bit further, so yeah. Oh god, hmm. I just I oh, all I'm gonna say is. If we had if we signed a cdm is this would have been clear of our best transfer window in yeah. history and i would make us favorites for everything yeah i put you first because i think
0: you've improved your team so much and i think it's better even, even for the future players like like sancho was someone that you needed to get and for the future he's going to be brilliant
1: i agree which is why i put man united fourth however okay. i don't think i think everyone knew for the past Five years mm. since Van Hall played two DMS, yeah. and w- w- we d- neither of them were good enough in Schneidlin and Schweinsteiger. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, Schweinsteiger was good, but not at Man United. Yeah. Um. So just from that alone, for how long we've needed one as well, I've had to put them forth because mm. it's not a new thing, and we had more than enough resources, and not to mention Man United's resources to get the players this year. Yeah. Sancho's and five installments. Yeah. Ronaldo's in f- four or five instalments. Mm. Heaton and in a free hopefully will allow us to sell Henderson, who yeah. I want to go. God okay. willing, Pl- loaning out players like Brandon Williams. There isn't much more I could have asked for other than a DM, yeah. and even if it was somebody who isn't guaranteed to start, like a Camavinga, I would have taken that mm. because we just need somebody who's not going to sell us the game. Mm.
0: Okay well next we're going to move on to Newcastle who I have put dead last I will explain my reasoning because I do not think they have imp- okay firstly <laughs> they have not improved the squad from last season this is, this is a fact they have got the same squad the same manager and the same backroom stuff what do you mean they signed Santiago Munoz my bad actually yeah he's going to make a big impact
1: well. <laughs> he's going to score the last minute winner lacking goal
0: <laughs> <laughs> top player but I don't think Willock I don't think they... The fact that they're only signing was Joe Willock, this transfer window. I don't disagree with them signing him because he did, he was brilliant under them and he's going to do well. But what I don't think he is going to do this season is score the goals that he did last season. And he didn't... He was good, but he didn't contribute to the team like that effectively from centre-mid.
1: I put them 16th, personally. Hmm the main factor they didn't lose Saint-Maximin they didn't do anything but they didn't lose their best player and that's the only thing I've got to say about them is Mm. I completely agree with you they just didn't improve their squad but they didn't lose their best player
0: yeah I mean I think yeah you are right and if Newcastle are going to go down this season they are guaranteed to go down if Wilson and especially if they both get injured but one of them get Wilson and Saint-Maximin you've got to keep them fit you've got to Steve Bruce He's, I, I like. He's not a good enough manager for Newcastle. The fact that the fact that Newcastle didn't stick by Rafa Benitez is still laughable to this day. But I think it's gonna be. I th- I think they will struggle, and it's. I mean, they are guaranteed to go down if Callum Wilson and Sam Maximum get injured. In my opinion, I think it's gonna be a tough season for them.
1: Mm, do you wanna just move on because there's not much yeah. to say about that? Yeah, they just. No, yeah, they literally
0: did nothing. So, I mean, if, apart from Joe Willock. So yeah. Uh,
1: Norwich. Norwich. Norwich is an, it's a tough one. As the Emi Buendia fanboy and yeah. also the Man United fan, so experienced yeah. on Brandon Williams and the Jaden Sancho fanboy so watch Bunters League to so know yeah. somewhat about Milo Rashiko, Should I talk about them?
0: I I, I mean I, I I I yes, but I researched this before. They've got Rashik has three goals last season. Sergeant has five goals, which they're using to replace someone that got thirty goal contributions. And for that reason I put them 17th I've, I think i put them in a similar place because I think I've put them 13th which thinking about might be a bit high because I think Norwich have never been the squad with the most resources even when they got Buendia I don't think a lot of that would have gone straight back into the
1: transfer into the transfer budget I I just think they didn't by the way and I rate about three of their 12 billion sign-ins that they made I rate Billy Gilmore.
0: I th- I think Les Malou is a good signing.
1: I rate Les Malou. Yeah. And I rate Ozan Kabach no matter how bad he played at Liverpool last season, because mm-hmm. he's a very young player, and he was on loan, and I think it's an option to buy for like £12 million. Yeah. So if he can become something, then that's more than worth it. Mm-hmm. Billy Gilmour, very, very good player when we saw him play for Chelsea. Yeah. So hopefully he can bring some stability for that Norwich side. Les Malou was only for like £3.5 Yeah. Million.
0: I think he did... Started a lot of Nice's games and they finished ninth in the in league.
1: And he's a very solid box to box midfielder. Yeah. and they've also signed a lot of squad decent players like mm. Milo or Josh yeah. Sargent, Ben Gibson, and Brandon Williams. However, Anger's gone. He did concede nine versus Leicester. Yeah, was he in goal against
0: United? When
1: they conceded no, nine? no, no, no. Ah, so. And but they've also lost people like. Dermich on yeah. their own who was all right for them who when he was in the Prem last time. They've lost a lot of squad players as well, like Vranic, Leitner, mm. Tribal, they loaned out O'Neill Hernandez, they sold or left by mutual contract Tim Closer, mm. they lost the or they released him, they released Tete, mm. they loaned out Jordan Hugill, they con- they terminated the contract of Marco Stieperman, Yeah, and they also sold probably their best player by far in me Wendigo. which is
0: I, I think that is what sends them down i mean i think they could have gone down before but no buendia is massive and also the fact that all those signings they've made so rashika Sargent, Lesmalu, gilmore brandon williams prob- probably more but i can't remember are Very all going more. into the first team and it's gonna take it, your players don't just gel like that it takes a minute which is what's probably is going to happen at Crystal Palace and
1: which is why you haven't started this season which the best. Y- yeah, exactly. which is why it's also important that you didn't have an quote-unquote easy run to start the mm. season because yeah. it will take you time so if you had important games mm. because although I think you can be a top-half team within the next coming years yeah you weren't going to gel straight away yeah I so if you had teams like Watford Wolves Norwich mm. starting the season, you may not have won them games, and that yeah. will would have put so much pressure on your team.
0: I think the the West Ham game was was really big for us, just because they're a really good team. The fact that we haven't gelled perfectly yet, and we still got a result, and we really fought, and one of the new signings, Conor Gallagher, was so good, was is, is it was so encouraging. Uh, it made made me feel a lot more happier in Crystal Palace, but. I do think nor- how
1: have we gone down to Palace from Norwich? Yeah, that's no,
0: it's a really good point. But not yet, yeah, I agree. Norwich to death. I think Norwich going down, and it's going to take. I mean, they're going to lose. It looks like they're going to lose all these games. But they were a bit promising against Leicester, but moving on against Southampton. Southampton. Like, this boot. is
1: the last five.
0: Last five. Southampton. I put quite low. I put them eighteenth. I think I put
1: them seventeenth, and I put them s- yeah. Eighteenth, because everyone talks about how good their signings were, in Broha, and L- yeah, Livermento, Peral, Thierry Small, Walcott, but and Adam Armstrong, a- and Adam Armstrong. Sorry, I forgot about him. Yeah, don't know how he. Their their team, their team has probably improved as a squad, but they've lost their best leaders mm. and best players. That,
0: that's the thing. That that was my thing. I could have put them lower down because they are the one squad that you, I mean one of the one squad you could argue has genuinely got worse since last season
1: it was as if Man United improved the whole team but lost Bruno Pogba and yeah I don't know because he's, he's,
0: he's so influential at that club because
1: it, and that's it. they're so influential and they're so good that you can say the same about Grealish but with Grealish it's more the star quality has been improved more and they've still got leaders like Tyrone Mings and John McGinn Mm. they've lost all of their leaders essentially other than James Ward-Prowse they've lost Ryan Bertrand they lost Lamina who wasn't a leader but he was a very technical good player Mm. they lost Angus Gunn, who was a good backup they lost Danny Ings they lost Oberfemi, who was a good Mm junks they lost Vestergaard Mm. they've lost all of their good influential players other than Ward-Prowse
0: and the, and the players they brought in are kind of like, similar to Arsenal signings in a way that they're really, they're good young players, but they're almost like, they're not what you need now. You're not the, you need like Prem proven leaders, tough to get, but you didn't need Liv at right back kind of thing. You needed a centre back that's going to come in with Premier League experience that is going to help your team. And I think Southampton are one that again,
1: could really struggle. If anything, they should have been the ones to try to sign Billner yeah. for example. Next up, we got Tottenham.
0: I think Tottenham have had a really good window, and the main reason is they kept Harry Kane.
1: Shout out to Ethan Crane.
0: Shout out to Ethan Crane. <laughs> I put
1: them sixth.
0: I think I literally did exactly the same Mr. with Fabian's second, but I put them fifth.
1: I put them sixth because they kept Harry Kane. That's massive, yeah. Which is by far massive. Mm -hmm. They signed Christian Romero, Mm -hmm. who, and as much as people want to, let's say, insult Dyer or Davidson Sanchez, Mm -hmm. in the system so far, they've kept three clean sheets and three. Yeah. I think a very, very good partnership, though, could be Tanganga at Mm centre-back next to Christian Romero. Okay so I think that's what so at depth centre back in the conference league yeah, um, Romero and Tanganga and then back up so you got Davison Sanchez and Dyer, mm. especially in a system where it suits them I think that's very good Galini mm. on loan where Lloris kind of been injury prone the last couple yeah. of years and inconsistent I think Brian Gill was a very good depth player next to he, he, I think he had,
0: he had 26 appearances for
1: Sevilla who got 4th last season and so he's a very good young player to improve yeah. play for the future they can rotate him with Lucas Moura who could mm-hmm. also be a mentor to him and it kind of just fits what you would want to go for for a team like Tottenham and then also on top of that Saar I think hasn't been spoke mm. about enough and I think he's a very good player and Emerson Royale I think yeah. I think was a very good signing as well my only downside to Tottenham was I f- think they let some players go for way too cheap mm. they they just let Danny Rose go on a free they yeah. let Foyf go on an undisclosed fee but was probably cheap they let um, Gaza something um, <laughs> expire his contract they yeah. gave up Eric Lamello for free for Brian Gill mm. they sold to Soko for 3 million and th- they gave Joe Hart Celtic yeah. on, I think a free and they contra- they terminated Aurier who apparently may be going Arsenal now that'd be no nice. So I uh, I don't think their outgoings think, are amazing, yeah. so that's why they haven't gone up up for me. But
0: I think with their resources, I think they have got a really good balance, and they got a few young players that can step into the first team. And Christian, Christian Romero. Romero, who is a good play, Champions League football at the age of twenty three, is going to be able to play there. I think the only I think I don't know about Wheelon, but we could hold judgment. I think at I think in central midfield they could have done with someone quality there.
1: I think Nuno should have believed in Danny Rose at least for a squad player, mm. and I think that will come back to bite them at some point because mm. really he brought stability thing. to their squad when Jose was not there. Yeah,
0: okay. Now we we'll move on to Watford, the team Danny Rose moved to. The team Danny Rose moved to, who I think is a very good signing. I think Watford, Watford business wise, in the money they spent, they spent really impressively, in my opinion. In Danny Rose on a free, Josh King on a free, Sosoko who i who was starting for Tottenham last season has now gone to them which is on a 3 million on a 3 million as well get it? 3 million no. on a 3 million on a f- no on, on a free
1: f- do you, like on a free on a, a free three million. are not funny <laughs> we're moving
0: on to Emmanuel Dennis as well
1: been amazing so far this really, season really
0: good i think a lot so Watford that's that's good business but they're not spent much also the loss of Will Hughes last season i mean pro, the loss of Will Hughes this season he was re- he was good for them last season. He was
1: good for them, but they've also signed Kutscher, who's uh, one true. of the most consistent players in Syria. He's not necessarily the best, but he's very consistent, and I think that just brings a level playing field to their team. So for me, I put Watford seventh because I think Seven. it was I think it was very solid, and I think that it was just enough to keep them up. I don't think con- confidently, but it was just enough to keep them up.
0: I put Watford fifteenth because I, I think the fact that they sold Will Hughes for about six mil. How much Do you know how much money they've spent? No. I don't think it's very much. The only player they really spent money on
1: was Emmanuel Dennis. Yeah,
0: so they haven't spent much money. I think they could have spent more to make the team better.
1: Don't, they have much, don't think they have much quality at the back. Do you know what? You've proven me wrong here. And I, I also... I take back what I said for one thing that I've just realised. What? And they've lost their most influential player. And Troy Deeney. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you know what? I take back the 7th and I agree with you on that one there. Nice.
0: A le- he's a great leader in the dressing room that they've had. I think Watford will survive, but I think they'll be in a relegation battle and it will be tough. And mm. ultimately, we've got West Ham. Ultimately, we do have West Ham. Shout out, a Yeah. And make him listen to this. I think West Ham have had a good transfer window. I put them 5th. I put them 4th. Good job. I think... Um, I, I, was really, I was starting to feel quite sorry for West Ham when we were nearing the, like, the final weeks. So I'm like, they've only signed Ariola. this is the time to push on. Kurt Zouma was a brilliant signing.
1: He was a brilliant signing and I must
0: say, Ariola wants a role with the Giza. Ronnie, shut up. <laughs> basically, basically, the fact that he's playing in the Champions League and now gone to West Ham was exactly the type of player that they needed to bring in because they had the draw of Europa League football. Do you know what well, West
1: Ham you can go first if you want but Declan Rice please come to Man United I'll do anything you want please Declan
0: Rice if you're listening Roddy Roddy could give you the world here Roddy have you seen
1: the size of me I'm waiting I made of the world please he'll <laughs> do anything Declan <laughs> Big Declan <laughs> I saw you drinking the beer last night yeah, for yeah. England I rate that come to my team we please we love you Declan come to Crystal Palace please just to annoy Wait, Roddy Palace yeah you have not big got enough funds for that big, big man Okay, he sold our whole team. You <laughs> never know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Ariola, amazing signing. Vlasic, I don't think he'll do as good as Lingard did or Liga would do. I think the one they signed, signed. However, I think he will blend very nicely with suchuk I th- Yeah. And their depth in midfield now. Alex Crow on our loan was good depth. Really
0: impressive business. Yep. And, and little, now looking at West Ham squad, I don't, I think where they've missed out is getting a backup striker for Antonio, because he's very injury prone, especially with we're going into um, the Europa League, he's probably going to get injured. Arguably, should have signed Tommy Abraham. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, that would that would have been a really good signing. Can, but
1: can we just have a moment of silence? Yeah, for rest in peace of Felipe Anderson's good days. It's one to watch. Cardo FIFA nineteen will never be forgotten. <sighs> but I, th-
0: I I think as a window it goes, it's, they've improved their team. They're Europa League ready, and I don't see a position in the team. Where, like, why didn't they get a signing there? Because they they look solid.
1: Although I do think they blundered it when it came to not getting Tagliafico. Yeah. Because if they ever needed to play five back versus the team like Man United, mm-hmm. City, Chelsea, that would have been amazing. Yeah. And if we're gonna finally move on to Wolverhampton Wanderers, Ooh. It's
0: not. It's not a thing. Okay. Aaron Hunt, it 10? is. N- no. Mikel Antonio. No, no. <laughs> we know. <laughs> We already know Okay I don't agree with the statement That you were going to say uh, maybe, maybe Willy Bolly could challenge him But don't <laughs> worry guys If you know what we're talking about We're thinking of having a separate podcast For the, for, the, for this pure only reason But anyway Wolverhampton Wanderers Who's <laughs> Yes I think I think they've not had a great window i put them 11th i put them 16th I think oh, We should compromise
1: and put them 13th
0: Okay, I, I, I can see that because I think one of the ones that I didn't really think about when um putting them there was keeping Adama Triori, yep, and I think he 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 always goes in my mind from either being really
1: like really useful towards and then just thinking that he sucks and then think he's really good and then he sucks. I think their cons outweigh their pros mm. because they sold Rui Patricio, who was integral to their team, yep. and was also a leader. They sold. They loaned out Morgan Gibbs White, who I felt like they should have kept because yeah, they didn't yeah. sign Renato Sanchez mm-hmm. on loan, and they also sold Owen Otosawi on a permanent. Who I think when he came into the team last season was very, mm. a, a very good promising youngster. Who I think Which they would, could have yeah, kept. Yeah,
0: to the future. A weird one. Yeah. However, in He Huang, uh, Huang He Chan, he's got another one to watch. Card everyone. It's okay. You don't have to be scared. He's not going to get any informs. Like I don't know. he got a man of the match one last season, but I do mean
1: SBC everyone. He may just be a bronze card because he scored about three goals in the Bundesliga. Uh, Brody, he year. got
0: one man in the match and he and he scored quite a lot of goals in my icon swaps,
1: so <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um so I don't think Kwan Hee Chan was a good signing. Jose saw was an average replacement for yeah. Re But however, the two that stand out to me by far, um, I, I, I will get on my knees to clap. Dang, that's not a thing. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> is Trinkau on loan, and I know on a permanent. he look, he look good in the game yesterday. You know, Cause we don't, we,
0: I don't, He didn't play much for Barca, but I think in the games that we've watched so far of Wolves, he has looked good.
1: And I think knew Nuri, shout out lean nine. Trinkau is an amazing footballer. Is it? Yeah, I will pull up the compilations after this. Okay.
0: Well. I'll, I'll I'll take your word for it, and I think Nuri, you could I think the left back was a place they need to strengthen a bit. I think they have Mark Howe as well, but I do th- I think they got him on loan. He's a solid signer, but I don't think Wolves haven't in- improved their squad that much. They made a few loan loan things that I think Trinkal could do well, <laughs> Chang could do well, but he didn't really do too much. So it's a bit of a risk. It's it's, it's a bit of a mediocre one for Wolves. Yeah, thirteenth feels yeah. right. I agree. And that is, that is every single team. And that we is it talked, for today. We've talked for an hour and... Wait, We're just going to... I'm just going to keep talking randomly just so... For no apparent reason. And we've hit the hour and 15 minute mark, baby. Do you like that stalling? I, I could be in... Um, you know the YouTube back in the day when they tried to get the videos to 10 minutes they just like made the outro longer. That's what we just did.
1: And this is why I'll be leaving the podcast <laughs> after one episode. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's,
0: I don't blame you.
1: But, um, yeah, that, that has been today The slightly confusing football podcast And we hope to see you next time Chris, it was lovely yeah, what, letting you hear this yeah, yeah. Please,
0: please buy me another mic So you can hear this Wait, be quiet for the static And we can get rid of the static in three episodes So wait then everyone Love you Chris Love you too dad, bye